This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And joining us now is Odyssey NFL Insider and the co-host of BetMGM Game Day every Sunday morning. That's Jason Lockenfora. Jason, thanks so much for joining us. So the Bills absolutely clobbered the Miami Dolphins yesterday. Is it possible that despite that week one loss to the Jets and Zach Wilson, it's actually the yeah. Bills were the best team in football? Sure, it absolutely is, and there's obviously a lot of time between now uh, and when the regular season ends for that to change, and you know injuries will will certainly play a part in that. And they've had injuries there in Buffalo to their secondary, and obviously we watched the Davis White situation pretty close. Um, I, I I think I, I might have said this when I talked to you guys at the beginning of the year. I know I've said it and written it in other forms. The demise of the Buffalo Bills was. It was greatly exaggerated. It was uh, pretty <laughs> premature. It was a bit, uh, um, I don't know, they doth protest too much. All those people who would have you believe that, you know, the baton was being passed and the bills were were uh, engulfed in turmoil and were no longer the bully on the perch in that uh, AFC East. And I, I kind of, you know, wondered, what am I missing here? This has been the last three years of pretty elite scoring defense, pretty elite scoring offense. Um, that, yeah, hasn't won a Super Bowl. But my goodness, we bet mostly regular season games, and especially for our purposes, people saying fade the Bills. I'm like, since when are McDermott and Josh Allen not good for 12, you know, about 12 wins and a division title? And and I would say to that, you know, same as it ever was. Are they going to take that next step in the postseason? I, I don't know. It's a lot to happen between now and then. But they certainly are trying to stay more balanced. I think... I, I actually thought they'd have more success running the ball. That they got some volume going there. I thought Cook would would, you know, run for 75, 80 yards, something like that. Um, I also thought the Dolphins would have more success running against the Bills because everybody had been. But it shows you that good coaches make adjustments and styles make fights. And this one got a little different, right? When the Bills uh it, it came out the gate and it looked like it was gonna be pinball football. And a race to first one to 50 wins. And then only one of those teams was able to keep that pace up. So, yeah, look, um, Von Miller, can he make a bigger impact this year than last year? I don't think that's out of the question. And the Bills are going to win a lot of games. And the Bills at home are still going to win a lot of games by a lot of points. You know, and that's been their MO. They they don't just beat people at home in the regular season. They, they undress them. 
<laughs> Jason, you had me so nervous yesterday when we talked about Bears Broncos on BetMGM game day. And you're like, look, this is Eberflus' last stand. He's got to save his job. Sean Payton wants Caleb Williams. And I'm watching yeah. that first half, and I'm like, Jason's right. They're, Sean Payton's trying to lose this game with what I was watching. They didn't watching. show up, man. They <laughs> no, didn't get off the bus. no, they didn't. Well, time. then the Bears decided the Bears decided not to show up. Ibrahimovic and Getzky, Getzky yeah. decided not to show up at the very end of that game. Uh, they're going to have to keep them. They've ne- the Bears have never fired a, a head coach in season. They've got the Thursday game this week. Mind blowing what was happening and some of the decision make decision making going on between the head coach and offensive coordinator yesterday. Yeah, I, I mean, look, um, the defense is is a oh. joke. Um, and to give up that many points with such consistency uh, is is pretty phenomenal. I think that's now like one in seventeen in Ibrahimovic's last eighteen games. That takes some doing. And they had the best player on the football field in that game. They had mm-hmm. him. They played the most important position in the football game, where he literally gets his hands on the ball more than anybody else. And you're running so many more plays than the Broncos that he actually has his hands on the ball way more than anybody else. And to to have him run four times, if nothing else, than to just bleed the clock some and open up your playbook even more. I, I, I don't know, man. Uh, there's a <laughs> lot of people in that organization who are not cut out for their job description. There just are. Um <laughs> I've written about this at the Washington Post. There's a lot of people I know who know Kevin Warren, their team president, pretty well. I, I don't think he's going to stand for this. Is he going to be able to convince that family to fire somebody in September? I don't think so. And, Joe, you, you, to your point about a, a, a quick week, you wouldn't do it now. But I, I, I don't know that this can go on past Halloween. You know, you're, that's a big ask of your consumers, of your players. Um, of your sponsors, right? At some point in time, you've got to acknowledge that this is so far below grade that we can't make you watch it anymore. And the next thing might not be drastically better, but it probably can't be worse. And at least it's going to be different. Yeah, it's a disaster there in Chicago. I want to talk about last night. There was a moment where I was like, wait a second. Zach Wilson and the Jets, are they going to beat the Chiefs with Taylor Swift in the building? I mean, if maybe Aaron (laughs) Rodgers needs to attend every game. I don't know what got into Zach Wilson, but I like what I saw. Do you think he can keep this up and be a little more consistent? I'm not sure what got into him, Jason. Yeah, I I mean, I'll say this. uh, What got into Patrick Mahomes better not be uh, (laughs) – Better not be consistent, and I don't think it is. And 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 to me, that was really – like, they had a comfortable lead, and I think Patrick Mahomes started thinking about his Hall of Fame plaque and, hey, could they throw him there the day that, you know, I single-handedly scored eight touchdowns against the Jets or whatever, and he starts lofting balls up um, and throwing low-percentage passes downfield, like even sometimes on early downs. Like, it, it just wasn't him, mind, body, and soul. And I, I think he might have got a little carried away and putting on a show for, you know, for my wife who's up there hobnobbing with Taylor Swift. It just wasn't Andy Reid football. It wasn't Patrick Mahomes ball. So I, I think that was, was probably a one-off. Um, but it certainly made that game more interesting than it needed to be. It gave the Jets life. And Zach, Zach Wilson took advantage of it to some, to some degree. 
Um, but you know, teams start playing you different when it's 17, nothing, you know, I, I, I think you started looking at Spags, maybe not having to approach that the way, you know, he was, then it became a game all of a sudden. And sometimes it's hard to turn that juice back on. It looked like a game where they wanted to keep Chris Jones on a pitch count, you know, where they, I, I think wanted to just kind of stay somewhat vanilla and just beat those guys systematically offensively. Um, a lot of high percentage passes. Look, they did, if there's one takeaway for me, it's like you got to get him booting and waggling more. You've got to get him throwing on the run a little more. But when, even when he throws on the run, he's not throwing on the run and pushing it downfield like Aaron Rodgers used to. You know, he's throwing it on the run and he's dropping it off. But at least he's throwing it to the right team. So it's a low <laughs> bar to clear. I, I don't like. I, I don't think you know game script's going to lend itself to that all the time. Did the offense maybe find a few things? I, I think so. But it's Nathaniel Hackett running the show now, not Aaron Rodgers. So I, I, I would not be looking at this as an opportunity to reinvest in the Jets. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Jason, this NFC South division is an absolute disaster. The Saints play a quarterback who may have been 30% healthy, but he's better than Jameis Winston. Yeah. So that's a problem. Uh, your leader is yeah. Baker Mayfield <laughs> and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, and they're a little hobbled right now. Carolina can't win a game. Atlanta has Desmond Ritter, who really can't play the quarterback position. Where do you begin with just how bad this has gotten for the division in general? Well, I, I, my focus is on Atlanta because they sat here and and said one thing and did a different thing about the quarterback position for a while. Um, and it, it never passed my sniff test how they went from having no faith in Desmond Ritter last year until literally like Marcus Mariota quit on the team, right? And then they played him, and he was like marginal for a couple of games, and it's like, oh, that's our guy. And I'm like, well, what are you, wait, what are we doing here? <laughs> Like, how did that happen? Like, based on what? And you look at the last few drafts and everything they, they passed on and and how many of those quarterbacks would have fit unbelievably well into Arthur Smith's system, which imagine if the quarterback could actually move, which Desmond Ritter doesn't really do. Like, not only does he not push the ball downfield, not only does he not throw touchdown passes, he doesn't give you anything with his legs. Like, it, it never made any sense to me. It never made a sense any sense to a lot of the executives that I talked to about this throughout the, you know, last season and the, and the off season and this summer, um, why they weren't the one team to at least force the Baltimore Ravens to think about life without Lamar Jackson. Well, that'll never make like, what is Arthur blank doing with this money? You, you kept throwing money at Matt Ryan after the, he told you he wasn't any good anymore, or certainly not an MVP <laughs> candidate. You kept paying him like the best quarterback in football. But now you're spending all your money on guards and safeties and telling me you're going to win on the cheap with Desmond Ritter? Like, I, I, it, it, it's all it, – they have systematically botched the quarterback position there for five or six years now. Like, even the thing with Mariota last year had no chance. That that should have been a full – if that's what you were going to do, you must have just given Ritter the full year. You, you would have definitely known by, like, last December this probably ain't it. And you would have done something in the offseason. Because if they had just – anything at the quarterback position they'd probably win that division but they don't um and this idea that we're gonna then we don't have a quarterback so let's draft a run let's overdraft a running back we don't have a quarterback so let's overdraft a run jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it 
Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, it reminds me what's happening in San Francisco, and I wonder. I'm wondering if teams are thinking, "Hey, we have an offensive genius like Shanahan. Let's go draft a quarterback late. We're going to find a guy. We're the smartest guys in the room, and we're going to find that guy and pay him on the cheap." It, it kind of makes you think our, our team's going to try and follow that Shanahan Purdy path, and then just pay everybody else. Well, you're leaving out a massive corollary to that. They, they hemorrhaged years of draft capital for Trey Lance and traded him for nothing. <laughs> no. So, like, you know what I mean? No. They, like, right. no, no, don't focus on Kyle Shanahan's hit. Focus on all his misses. misses. And, you know, overdrafting people like C.J. Beathard, right? Like, it, you've got to have volume. Like, to put all their <laughs> eggs in the Desmond Ritter basket. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they yeah. weren't playing, you know, 3D chess. Like, they weren't still drafting quarterbacks and trying to see what they had in Trey Lance. Dude, he had Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, and Jimmy G on his roster at the same time. They've got nothing. They Desmond Ritter and Marcus Mariota. And 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 look, Kyle is Arthur Smith isn't Kyle. And and Kyle is in his own level in a lot of things in terms of play design and play calling and and all that. Um it, it's taken a like like it's it's taken a lot of hits, and for them just to like turn it off, like you'd you'd reach out to people there, like why aren't you sniffing around with Lamar Jackson? Like, have you looked at our look 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 at our offensive line? We might have to grasp the, the look at our guards. Like who cares? Who cares winning a team? Who's winning football games <laughs> in twenty twenty three? Because you got the best guard play in the league. Like get out of here. Oh, we got Jesse Bates. Well. Guess what? When the other team's up 21-3, they stop throwing the football. True. I want I want to switch gears to Monday night football. We have a couple minutes left. Seahawks at Giants. Ooh, I, I had to remind myself, hey, when it when there was no football, you were dying for it. Yeah. Kind of want to pass on this game. <laughs> it seems like most books are at two now. BetMGM at one and a half. Do you like a side total or prop for this one? I don't love anything about this. I don't have any plays that are more than just half unit sprinkles just because we're going to be watching, right? So who are we kidding? Um, 
<laughs> I kind of sort of have talked myself into the first half under. Like, you, you look at these teams. Uh, the Giants haven't scored a first-half touchdown all year. Um, Seattle's got a negative scoring differential in the first half and, and have tended to be kind of slow starters. To me, this is a look-ahead spot for Seattle, having to come all the way east right before their bye. And you look at the teams who had the bye looming ahead of them to this point this week, and most of them, um, really outside of the Bucs, have played like garbage. And the Bucs played a team without a quarterback, so that helps. So I just wonder if this is a slow start spot. Um, Seattle's uh, the under is 8-0-1 in their last 19 primetime games. The average score of those games, 19-17. So I'm leaning into that a little bit. I'm not playing it for the whole game because Wink Martindale just wants to blitz people. And Gino is really good against the blitz. And if that's how it plays out, I think. And we've seen Seattle get in it. And the Giants get into crazy game script games in the second half. So I've kind of talked myself into a small bet on the first half under, which is around 23. Daniel Jones, they're giving you plus money for him to throw a pick. You know, the home mm-hmm. road splits are pretty well documented. He's thrown an interception in four straight games overall. Um, and his home uh, rating and playoff rate uh, and, and interception rates much higher than on the road. Um, you know, so I'm 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 looking at those. Uh, there was something else I liked about this game, but it's escaping me right now. But I don't I don't love anything like this is not a game that I'm really eager to bet. Uh, Jason, just about 30 seconds left. Congrats on the O's. I was thrilled to see that happen in the season they put together. Uh, do you want the Rays or Rangers in the ALDS? I want them to change this format. I don't. Why, why is it arbitrary? Saturday. Yeah. But why don't we get to pick who we want, or why don't they just go with the lowest seed? Like, I don't understand how we already know that like the other teams go like like the other side right the Astros get the the easier like what is that if we're gonna go with seeding shouldn't we shouldn't the one seed get the lowest remaining seed lowest. and not potentially yeah. the two seed reseed right. yeah yeah doesn't uh, make any sense uh, so I, no uh, I don't want right the Rangers I Manfred guess I want the Rangers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Jason Lockenfora, Odyssey NFL Insider, thank you so much for your time. This is BetQL Thanks, Daily guys. presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our preview of Monday Night Football between the Seahawks and Giants. I know Aaron's stoked. That's right here on the BetQL Network.